Welcome to Get With IT, a podcast by IT Ops Times. The host today is Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of IT Ops Times. Okay, welcome to another episode of Get With IT, the IT Ops Times weekly podcast. Today, the topic is infrastructure, data, and application modernization. And with me is Phil Buckaloo. He's the president of Infrastructure Modernization Business Unit at a company called Rocket Software. Hey, Phil, how are you doing? Pretty good, David. Good to talk to you. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, w- yeah, we met at uh, uh, one of the conferences back in uh, earlier, uh, late last year, in fact, and we were uh, discussing this very topic with so many companies who invested so much in mainframes over the years. Uh, that a lot of that business now becomes how do we still get the most out of these mainframes using more modern techniques and, and tools and things like that. Uh, but I noticed also that you had mentioned uh, at the time that uh, companies were facing challenges in actually doing this kind of modernization. So maybe you can uh, kick us off with uh, with some of that. Yeah, sure. Happy to. So I think uh, we, you know we work with a lot of the the, the biggest, uh, most complex enterprise clients. Um, typically, clients that are running uh, mainframes. Obviously, those are uh, been around for a long time because they continue to deliver tons of value for our clients. But at the same time, clients are facing challenges when you know they have a lot of new teams that are evolving in distributed or in cloud worlds and they might be using different processes and sometimes those processes don't always interact well with the processes that are on the mainframe now you can't you know change the processes on the mainframe that have been so helpful in keeping the reliability the availability and the security going for so long but certainly in application development environments um, it's possible to take mainframe environments and work more in an agile way. That's an area that's been a challenge for a lot of clients. Uh, using open source, for example, has been a challenge. Um, that's an area Rocket's made some investment in. So um, in addition to kind of wanting to new, use new processes, clients are also looking for visibility into their environments that you may not always get from mainframe tools that aren't always well integrated with their distributed and and cloud tools that the clients are already using. And then you also have skills challenges, uh, continued pressure on some of the skills that are in the mainframe environment. That's an area that we take really seriously and and we focus on, uh, not to mention challenges around data as well. I know you guys talk about uh, taking a non-disruptive approach to uh, modernization. So what do you mean by that and how do you accomplish that? Yeah, we we, uh, we talk a lot about modernization without disruption. You know, particularly in the mainframe um, space, there's always a lot of talk around the need to, you know, get away from the mainframe and and. Um, migrate off, you know, rebuild everything in a completely new cloud native way. But that is often a very, very disruptive process. Um, it's it's typically very risky because the mainframes that are around today are running the systems of record in the most systemically important companies around the world. And so, you know, there are examples of clients that have have tried to do that and and not had success. I was reading about a bank in the UK not so long ago, and they they tried to make a lift and shift move. And it was like, you know, 32 million pounds of 
of pain and you know restitution they had to provide to their clients, and then another fifty million dollar fine from the regulators on top. So those those projects can be pretty disruptive, especially if the only thing that the client will benefit from is you know their applications running in Java instead of COBOL or running on an emulator on somebody else's silicon that may even not have some of the same reliability characteristics. And so that's the kind of disruption that can happen if you take this more aggressive lift and shift migration approach. That's why at Rocket, you know, we we believe in modernization. We believe that you can and should continue to use running the environment because it's actually incredible at what it does. And there's decades of work that's gone around uh, change control and other processes to keep those uh, workloads reliable and secure. And so integrating it better with your modern processes, with the rest of your stack, be it automation or monitoring, like I mentioned, security performance management, is is a better approach for clients because then you can get the benefit that some of these new technologies like the cloud and the capabilities there can offer while without risking so much from the disruption that can occur with a lift and shift type maneuver that's not done well. Yeah, that's interesting. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is, is uh, you mentioned a, a skills gap. It's That's probably like a two-way street, right? Where you have the older mainframe uh, engineers uh, who may not be up to speed on the more modern uh, DevOpsy kind of techniques. And you have maybe younger DevOpsy people who come in without really the, the strong knowledge in mainframe. So how does how does that kind of get reconciled? I think I think we've actually found some really good approaches uh, where we we are able to take um, you know people coming out of school, people that have been around for for a little while, and and train them up on the development we do on the mainframe. We know that many of our clients are doing the same. We've actually found that C programmers are actually put pretty good at some of the assembly language skills, um, and that's something we've had some success on. The other thing that that is important is to try to look at how you can modernize development and DevOps processes. You know, DevOps of pulling together the development teams and the operations teams, that's really seen a ton of benefit from the clients that have headed down that path. And I was mentioning before, the problem with the mainframe is that it hadn't supported a lot of these open source packages. And so that was something that we we did inside a rocket and we we sell a support contract for clients that need to run GitHub or Bash or Curl or some of the more modern open source packages to build a, a modern pipeline um, for those application changes. And that's something that the people coming out of school already know how to use. They already knows how to use those tools. And so if you can, you know, take your application development, your CICD pipelines. Um, and make those look like they do in other places, then you're able to avail yourselves of the the skills coming out of school. On some of our products, we'll have different types of interfaces. So we'll have the traditional green screen, ISPF type panels for folks that have been around for a while that have you know used those their whole careers and know how to use them well. And at the same time, some of that same capability will expose through more modern user interfaces, uh, you know, browser clients, typically hosted by the uh, the, the modern Zoe uh, environment, so that you can have the same type of tooling and applications, 
that are running through different tools. Same, same goes for JCL. We've got JCL running inside of uh, VS Code, which is one of the popular IDEs today. So it's it's really about providing the, the means for developers, no matter which generation they're from, to interact with the technology in the way that they prefer. So uh, mainframes are, are pretty locked down uh, in terms of data and security. And do organizations then run a risk because we now have come to learn really just how vulnerable things in the cloud are? Uh, you know, is there a risk of by moving to some of these other types of more, uh, I guess, cloud native um, techniques and processes? Uh, is that opening up a more of a security risk than these organizations normally would face? Well, I think with all things on the mainframe, you have to take security and compliance very, very seriously. Um, we know that the, there's a lot of banks that use mainframes and the regulators are, are uh, you know, very cautious about doing things. And that's why uh, it's important to have companies that have been working in this space for a while to, to do the things that are necessary to make the mainframe more modern. Um, we have recently uh, invested in acquiring a company called Key Resources Incorporated, KRI, um, here at Rocket. And, and they're some of the world's best and world's leaders in mainframe security. And, and a big part of that is understanding you know, where vulnerabilities can occur, how they can occur, and helping to correct those and ensure that those environments stay compliant. Uh, being able to provide that and the proof that you have done the scans and you've done the you know vulnerabilities checks that you need that's really a requirement for our most important clients and so that's something that has been a big investment area for us and something that we're proud of at the same time there are ways to safely access uh move and and be able to virtualize in many cases data from the mainframe so that it can be used in other places and that's that's really what the trick is you've got to have experts that know what they're doing to be able to get the data out and move from the security protocols and procedures that are in place that have been in place in the mainframe but make that same data available in a secure transfer to, to, to other environments where you may need to reuse some of that data, for example, for machine learning or some other purpose mashed up with other data from other places. And those, those places typically have other models as well. It's just being able to see how, to, how the two areas can coexist across those environments that's really key. Hmm. That's really interesting. I, so, so let me ask you this. Uh, you know, We've been hearing over the years that, you know, if you're not doing agile, uh, you know, you're falling behind. If you're not doing DevOps, your business uh, is going to fall off. If you're not delivering software, you know, every day, uh, you're, you're going to lose the competitive race and you're going to be out of business. Uh, so in terms of, of modernizing mainframes, are you finding that, yes, that's very important for certain organizations in certain fields, but maybe not as important for others, because there are some companies who are like, no, we don't need to do DevOps. We don't need to release every hour, every day. Our business is fine just doing what we're doing. Are you finding people on the mainframe who are saying, no, nah, we're just fine doing what we're doing, uh, as opposed to you know a, a, a larger group of people who are saying, no, we need to modernize. We need to take advantage of these new things. Well, we are, but that group is shrinking. You know, we ask, we do the survey uh, every year of clients and how are they looking at modernizing their environment? 
Um, and th- there's roughly been around 20% of the population in the past, I think it's down to closer to 15% now, that are just operating the environment as is. There is a population that are looking to migrate off, but it's it's pretty it's pretty small as well. Far and away, the most the the biggest chunk is people that are looking to modernize what they've got and modernize their environment because they know that, like even for example, during COVID, the companies that were running the mainframe, they by and large had very few problems with even capacity expansions and being able to provide reliability. In certain cases, people were home and they were checking their banks, bank balances a lot more. The dependability, the reliability, and security you get of the transaction processing on the mainframe has really led them to want to want to keep running in that environment, you know, going forward. Um, at the same time, they know that that being able to modernize and make updates more frequently can allow them to improve their business. And so I think it depends on the company as to how much uh, churn they're going to see in their code base. But far and away, most of the companies that I talk to are interested in being able to have their mainframe environment work on the same schedule or a a more, more frequent, maybe not twice a day, but a more frequent set of updates than um, than they historically have, because that really fits in better with how the rest of their IT environments are running. And, you know, that that really goes to, you know, a bigger recommendation we have for clients, which is really just make the mainframe a part of, of your entire modern IT environment. You know, be able to, to, to have the hooks to all parts of your stack from the data and the storage layer, content management, all the way up the stack. And, and then and then that's that's typically where most clients have found the best advantage. So let me just ask you this with a, a little amount of time that we have left. Uh, so I'm an organization. I have mainframes and I'm deciding that I want to modernize. Where do you even start? What, what would you recommend as like a first step? Uh, to to making that move, I, I think looking at your development processes is pretty good. Um, that's a pretty good place to focus on to look at how you can um, be able to make changes and 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 make updates more frequently. Uh, being able to do that with you know open open source tooling is something that is uh, pretty interesting and useful for a lot of clients. I think another area that is that we're seeing increasing traction around is clients that use monitoring tools. We we make a couple of monitoring tools for the mainframe environment. But being able to expose that data through um, through tools and pipes that we set up to broader application monitoring. So some clients just want to be able to find out you know, where's the problem in the environment in an, in an overall application? And when we feed things like New Relic and Datatrace, Dynatrace and Instana with our mainframe monitors, that's something that they've really, you know, seen seen advantage from. It's not necessarily that difficult, but it helps the mainframe team to be a part of the bigger missions in these IT shops. The other area that's that a lot of clients have gotten started on is just you know peeling off some of the operations pieces 
that are maybe not as necessary or that can be done different ways. For example, we've got a lot of clients that are moving away from uh, storing things on tape or on virtual tape libraries for the mainframes. And instead, you know, we've got software technology that can pipe that data off to cheap cloud object storage. So it's a it's a pretty fast way to get some to, some real advantage from using you know cloud object storage, be it on-prem object storage or be it in the public clouds. Some of that stuff in the public clouds is down to less than a tenth of a cent per gig per month. So the economics can can really be advantageous. Yeah. So really it you know there's a, there's a number of places to start that can really help clients to start to make that move towards a modernized environment i think in that devops space is probably one of the most interesting that that a lot of clients are pursuing today that's great all right uh, phil bugaloo president of uh, infrastructure modernization business unit at rocket software thanks so much for your time today really interesting conversation great thanks david take care Okay, and to all our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Once again, I'm Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of IT Ops Times. So long for now.